we like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 19th, 2018. And this is a very important audio that Deborah Tavares put out recently. And um, this was on 8-12. This was about a week ago. And it's called Sea Level Rise Blast Wave Accelerators. And um, this is some information that you might not have ever heard. There's probably a high likelihood. And if you know anybody that lives in a coastal area, really anywhere in the world, this is something that they need to be at least made aware of. Uh, like I said, they're pulling out all the stops. And they want to implement this Agenda 21 thing and all the UN initiatives and things of this nature to get us into these stack and pack cities, to get us into the concentration camps, to get us off our private land. And they're going to try every single thing. They're using these dues, these directed energy weapons to create fires, to drive people out of the country. They're, they're pulling out all the stops in order to do this. It's no holds bar. I've never seen anything like it. They've pushed all their chips in and it's like they're on a very accelerated time schedule right now. And I really do believe it's because of the midterms coming up because I believe they feel like that if they lose midterms, they're going to possibly lose control of everything. Or at least it's going to set them back on their time schedule massively. So let's go ahead and see what uh, Deborah's saying here. She's being interviewed here. I want to alert everyone to in their plan is each plan will cite individual uh, problems that will occur if you do not reduce your greenhouse gas emissions adequately. And basically these are weaponized weather events caused by uh, weapons rather than the fact that we have been unsuccessful in reducing our greenhouse gas emissions. So let's just look at a typical plan. But I want to say each of you need to look up your own plan. When I was researching the climate action plan on fires that were, of course, erupting all over the world, I was looking at Greece, I was looking at the climate action plan in Greece, the climate action plan in Sweden, uh, the climate action plan in Russia, also um, other countries as well. I've looked at these um, at various times over the years. And the climate action plans in Redding, California, that is on fire now. So here are some typical aspects of uh, situations that they say will occur if we do not reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. They say that there will be an increase in extreme heat events, increase in air pollution, floods, droughts, wildfires, storms, changes in weather patterns, high food prices and food scarcity, Sea level rise, and we're going to talk about that this evening. You will be stunned, and this is why I'm on the program tonight, okay. to really specifically talk about sea level rise and storm surge. But I'm getting into that by going over the specifics in, in the plans. They also talk about longer red tides, toxic algae blooms in the oceans. Now, I'm from the Fort Myers area, and they're literally trying to do this or they are doing it right now in um, the whole fort myers where the clusahatchee river dumps out um into that whole area it's affecting the whole coastal area up and down that whole region and then the saint lucie river 
there's two main there's two main arteries for where the Okeechobee releases water, and it's the St. Lucie River, which goes to the west coast, and the Caloosahatchee, which goes to, um, I'm sorry, the the St. Lucie River goes to the east coast, and the Caloosahatchee goes to the west coast of Florida, and um, I've got friends down there that are just totally freaking out. Any of them that live on the water, they're just, I mean, it's it's just unbelievably bad. I mean, it's really, really bad. And um, just fish dead everywhere. Total, absolute green soup algae. They're doing this on purpose. Okay, they're creating these problems on purpose by design. Which will make it easier when, when, and they'll blame it on climate change and they'll blame it on all this other stuff. Which will make it easier ultimately to get people out of these regions and away from the water. And there's a reason we'll talk about later why they want you away from the water. I'm not even going to give that away yet. But anybody that lives on the water, particularly um, in any kind of, uh, where the water is moving in any kind of um, coastal region or even rivers and things of this nature, um, they, they want you away from the water. And they want you, again, ultimately they want us into these stack and pack cities. And this is, this is the ways that they're prepping humanity to accept this because this is going to become, if they have their way, more the norm. Disasters like this happening all the time to get us out of where we're living. They say this is the result, this is the climate change health effects as a result of all of these weaponized assaults on us. They say heat-related illnesses and death, worsening of chronic health conditions, increased respiratory illnesses and seasonal allergies, injury and death, waterborne illnesses, foodborne illnesses, displacement, of course, we're seeing displacement throughout the world with climate refugees and economic refugees. This is all part of a very well-organized plan. When she says displacement, she means like, okay, for instance, the um, what the scenario I just said where people will now be, a lot of people will probably just leave the Fort Myers area and... Um, because they're trying to flee from this toxic algae bloom that's just getting worse and worse every single year. Uh, or in California, where they're, where they're implementing these directed energy weapons and they're literally burning up these houses with the people in them and melting their cars to the ground. And you know, evidently, very few people are questioning the fact that you know, all the surrounding foliage is, is left untouched. But they're going to say, listen, you know, guys, this is all your fault. This is climate change. You caused this. You got to get out of these these um, outlying areas. You're displaced when she says displacement. Now you're homeless. And you need to you need to get into our government housing type of thing or, you know, get you on the streets where, you know, you could be homeless and then you can be gathered up and taken away to uh, some type of internment camp, which happens as well. This is what they're trying to do. Uh, Stress-related disorders, mental illness impacts, and increased shift in infectious diseases. We're seeing all of this. Increased hunger, decreased nutrition, injury and death, wastewater system impacts, uh, stress-related disorders, again, mental health impacts, poisoning from contamination of shellfish. Now, 
Rothschild and Rockefeller are behind the resilient plans. Everyone uh, can certainly watch the YouTube we have up. Kill Cities by Rothschild and Rockefeller. I alert everyone, please, to understand your utilities, your electrical utility in your country, in your area. Uh, in fact, globally, are controlled by these controlling cabals. Uh, those cabals were behind and are behind the deployment of smart meters um, on every building everywhere throughout the entire world. And uh, I would recommend all of you look at your bill inserts when you receive your monthly bills. Very important to note what they tell you because we've given um, our consent because we've been informed what is going to occur. So all of us have consented to these diabolical outcomes that are being created through weapons systems. And we have agreed that there are going to be all of these kinds of weaponized results and all of these types of um, health effects across the planet, across the entire globe. So I want to just refer to a couple of quotes. In I'm not 100% sure why she's saying we've consented. I would never consent to any of this, but I don't know, maybe when they get their electric bills, they're seeing something I'm not seeing, but utility bill uh, and this is from Edison International and you can type in this comes from Southern California you can just type in Edison International and Rothschild uh, and you will find Rothschild uh, sits on the board as well as with Pacific Gas and Electric here Rothschild is the highest family in the Illuminati been for probably way way over 100 years probably a couple hundred at least um, was the first international banking families that, you know, I mean, going all the way back to the Napoleonic War and uh, that type of thing, they're the most powerful. They're at the top of the food chain. They basically, you know, bragged how they're not human and, and that we're useless eaters and that they, we need to be controlled and destroyed. You know, you got Rothschild, the mayor of Tucson, which is where veterans on patrol is battling there with all the child sex traffickers. He's a Rothschild. He's fighting them tooth and nail every chance he gets. They're, these 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 are just vessels of Satan, okay? And this is what we're battling here, okay? Rothschild seems to be just at the top of the food chain for all of what we're of what we're talking about here. So that is a specific family that you can add to your prayer list. You know, regarding you know, oh God, hedge their way up with thorns. The very pit they've dug, let them fall into it. You know, that's I think a very biblical way to pray against these most likely non-human entities that literally are at the top of the pedophile food chain that literally, you know, you know, sacrifice, eat children, and that's how they roll. That's what they do for fun. And that's why they have to preserve these child sex trafficking networks and keep the borders open because that has a lot to do with how they get their, their sacrificial victims and they all come in under the radar so out of sight out of mind they have a constant stream of children they can sacrifice and eat and do all the stuff that they do got into this in the last study and do it unchecked you know because it's it's under the radar so i would definitely add that family to your prayer list northern california 
you'll have to type in yours and see how the Rothschild connection is in your utility, but they are. So here's what a, one of the quotes is, and this is diabolical. Uh, they go on to say here in our bill that fire season is all year round, and it's now a new normal. And this is a quote from Pedro Piazio, the Edison International President and CEO of Southern California Edison. And they go on to talk about how they're going to be part of the working solutions that will create change. And they say that we must be nimble and acknowledge that the current structure is unsustainable and a new approach is needed to mitigate risk, protect citizens, customers, businesses, and to align public policy to current and future realities. In other words, we are now no longer in a new normal. We are all now living in what they call a normal. And they're saying that it is uh, not sustainable under the old practices of government and regulations. And that's where all of the resilient plans and policies are coming from. Here's another quote in that very bill insert. And for all of you, this should be pretty diabolical. Because again, climate change is the result of weaponization of the environment. Plain and simple. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that statement. Um, how far are they willing to take this? Well, we're going to talk about that because this is why I called you, uh, Dave. This is why we're talking tonight. But here's the okay. final quote. It's a sentence in this bill. And it says, quote, there must be a sharing of the increasing risk of climate change mm -hmm. impacts mm -hmm. across society. This is in our local bill. So this is what is now occurring. For example, we're seeing now that there's legislation being introduced in the state of California to virtually let Pacific Gas and Electric off the hook, even though they admitted to improper removal of vegetation from their power lines. But Pacific Gas and Electric, a.k.a. Rothschild, did so much more behind the fires here. They have admitted to the use of lasers. Again, Plan to Burn Up Northern California discusses that. I want to get in quickly to the executive order. I want everyone to understand the vastness of the acceptability of false climate realities. And then we're going to read some of what came out of the Russian plan, and we're going to talk about the enormity of uh, what we face. So it's important to know that there was an executive order, Climate Resilient International Development. You can all type this in. Executive Order, Climate Resilient International Development. This was September 23rd of 2014. So, I mean, these are things that you can verify. There's this legislation in our own government that has been already put in place and implemented. This is not something that we're making up. This is something that obviously you can look with if you have eyes, see that they're doing this, and then you can actually look at the legislation that they're enacting to see, you know, this is how they got the power, or at least in part, in order to, quote, make it look official, even though it's totally satanic. Read just a few paragraphs out of this. It was signed by the Obama administration the CEO of USA Inc. Again, we are in a predatory corporate government system. 
we do not exist as we have been psychologically conditioned and programmed to believe that we exist in a country. We do not. So in this executive order, here's what it says. Climate resilient international development by the authority vested in me as president, by the Constitution. Now, keep in mind, the Constitution has been dissolved, and the government is today functioning in name only. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but they go on to say... I believe what she's in reference to is the 1933 uh, bankruptcy of the country, I believe when we were taken off the gold standard. I think that's what she's in reference to. That's a whole other can of worms that I've, I haven't really got into a whole lot, but it does give them the ability and the authority to do the things that they're doing to us and to make us feel like there's this facade of having the Constitution, yet they don't abide by it whatsoever. They don't, they don't because in their eyes, they're not under it, they're not subjugated to it. We're under this corporate structure now that, is a business that can be run any way they want, and we're the basic slave subjects of this business. The the American people are. She gets into it in in, in other um, videos, and I've never really seen anybody be able to refute it. This executive order is as a result, and is necessary to safeguard the security and economic growth, protect the sustainability and long term durability of U.S. development work in vulnerable countries and promote sound decision-making and risk management. It is hereby ordered as followed. The world must reduce greenhouse gas emissions to prevent the most dangerous consequences of climate change. Even with increased efforts to curb these emissions, we must prepare. In other words, they're telling you right now, there's no level of reducing greenhouse gas emissions, even with that. They're saying, uh, even with these increased efforts to curb these emissions, we must prepare for and adapt to the impacts of climate change. See, they want to blame everything on on CO2, okay, whereas the plants have to have CO2 to live, okay? And that is not even what is causing. They're the ones that are doing everything they can do to manipulate the climate. To create these supposed climate changes, like, you know, all these fires in California, for instance, that they're literally creating with these directed energy weapons. And they're literally going out, creating droughts with all the ways they can control the climate, okay, where they can can create gigantic droughts and, and have, like, hardly any rainfall on California to create this gigantic water crisis, which also dries out the foliage more. Then on top of that, they're going out and doing the spray and squirt thing where they're they're um they've got whole legions of people going out there um uh and i've there's whole videos on this that they're they're admitting that they're showing that they're doing this and even in national parks and stuff like this where um they show forest rangers going out there and they they chop the bark down at like a 45 degree angle and they put this really really bad poison in the bark so that the poison has no place to go but into the tree and then the tree dies yeah it takes a it takes it could take you know a while for the tree to totally die but then the tree becomes tinder the tree is not green anymore it's going to burn a lot better so now they've got all this extra fuel in the form of dead trees which will help make the forest fire spread they're the ones doing all of this 
They're the ones doing all of this. And they blame it on us, like it's our fault. Like you're driving that car around. They've got free energy. They've got Tesla technologies and and, and, all, and I don't mean Tesla cars. I'm talking about the original Tesla technology. All that's, they've got cars that can run on water. I mean, there. I saw a guy the other day, he just did this thing where he was running off the vapors on his car. And he, it was a, it was a total thing. And it was, it was just some guy that did this thing. He had saw videos, he wanted to see if it was true. And he was literally running his car off vapors. And I mean, his car would get like 200 some miles to the gallon and it ran fine. And he, he showed every single thing. He was totally above board. He drove around the, the block with it. He, you know, he did a couple videos just to say, oh, somebody said this or that. And it's not true. And he, he showed them. It's totally true. He wasn't trying to sell anything. He's just showing you how it can be done. And they don't want any of that. They want us to be totally dependent upon them in every single way, shape, and form. And in bondage. And so they can raise the prices. And so that we're dependent upon them for food. Because we're not growing it ourselves. And then they can give us their GMO franken food. And then, you know, create shortages of that. Because they control all the farms. And all the farmers. And all of their franken stein ways that they're producing food now with all the pesticides and the herbicides and the fungicides and, and, and the depleted soil and then the gmo crops on top of that where they're pr producing this horribly depleted food all of that is being done by design on purpose to kill us off and to control us this is just one aspect of what she's talking about here adverse impacts of climate change including sea level rise increases in temperatures more frequent extreme precipitation and heat events, more severe droughts and increased wildfire activity, along with other impacts of greenhouse gas emissions, such as ocean acidification, threaten to roll back decades of progress in reducing poverty and improving economic growth in vulnerable countries, compromise the effectiveness and resilience of the U.S. Um, development assistance and degrade security and risk goes on to talk about uh, that is important for the United States uh, and the United States much must prepare for the impacts of climate change and they say it's established a long foundation for coordination and consistent action to incorporate climate resilient considerations into policies and procedures throughout the federal government, executive departments, and agencies. I'm going to repeat that again. This is throughout all federal government agencies and executive departments, every, every department. So I'm going to deviate now from the executive order, and we're going to get into the diabolical reality that we all face. And I really don't know Okay, so she's saying that, you know, she really, really doesn't know what to do about it. And this is so typical of people that really, I mean, Dave Hodges is kind of the same way. You just don't ever hear them. I mean, I don't think Deborah's saved. I've heard her talk about God some, but she's so negative. It's always like we're going to die and we're going to die tomorrow. So it's like God doesn't exist. The only ones that exist is Satan and the Rothschilds and the United Nations and all of these things. Every single bit of, of like, the stuff that Deborah puts out is all man-centered. 
Okay, now I gave you the remedy in the first part of the study, which is what I constantly try to keep going back to. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's prayer. It's fasting. It's educating others. You know, it's that is the remedy, okay? Um, binding and loosing, okay? I really believe that's another gigantic weapon that we have. Um, win worthy, binding and loosing. Key that in in the, in the uh, keyword search box. On YouTube, okay? Win, W-I-N, Worley, W-O-R-L-E-Y. And then I talked about the deliverance one he does too. I believe those are huge massive weapons that i have not emphasized like i should have previously in this ministry um and i really think a lot of it was due to the influences of the churches that i came out with before you know i, I was just reluctant i was in a different mindset and I, I, but when you look at the bible in totality in the new testament in totality you see what jesus was doing you see what the apostles were doing you know, healing, deliverance, uh, you know, preaching, a lot of things that went on back then. Jesus says these things and greater you will do. That's not being done now. It's being avoided by certain swaths of Christianity like that is almost evil. And yes, there can be demonic um, counterfeits. There's no doubt about it. But uh, that doesn't mean that there's not the real authentic thing going on and the real authentic thing we shouldn't be pursuing as well these are weapons of our warfare which the bible says are not carnal meaning fleshly but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds that is our remedy okay they're not going to give you that in this in this teaching so understand that that's why i constantly try to interject that into what we're saying and with deborah it's very important with with dave it's very important because Every bit of what you're going to hear from pretty much today from Dave Hodges and Deborah is real and it's very good and they're at the cutting edge of documenting it and I will give them credit for that. But they don't give they don't give any real remedy. They just it's like, okay, we're all going to die and we're going to die really horrifically. So just prepare. Put your chin strap on because um you know, we're all going down. It's as though God doesn't exist. That is what I cannot stand. <laughs> okay? So bear that in mind that, that I'm going to give you that positive remedy and, and, and so that we can overcome this and that we can expose this and that, you know, I'm not saying people, you know, things might not get really bad and, and that people, you know, aren't going to be martyred and stuff like that in the future. But I, I also think it's very, very important to focus in on what are the positive scriptural remedies that the Bible clearly lays out. And let's tap into those because that's not being done is a big reason why the world it is the way that it is because the church for a large part has been kind of gelded you know due to these truths not being taught this and this is what i told dave when i called him i said the enormity of this takedown is in place mm -hmm. uh and we are in trouble so I've posted a blast out, and if you have not signed up for the blast outs from StopTheCrime.net, I would recommend that you do. If you go to StopTheCrime.net and go to our... Yeah, which is another reason to be on my email list, because if they were able to get my website, um, you know, and I'm down, well, I can still communicate via email. 
So if you're not on that, I've got no way to really get a hold of you. Now, I also have a mirror site that I need to, it's not working though right now, and I don't think it has been, and I need to talk to my webmaster about getting that up online as well, a mirror site that we've got. But um, email, and this is a big reason I've always been a big proponent of emails, because I always felt this day was going to come when they started taking down websites and all the stuff they're doing with social media and all the censorship and all the things. But I always felt that email would be probably be the last bastion of ways to actually communicate with people. In the in the at the you know, in that and then they might get that as well eventually. But it's probably going to be the last thing that ends up going down would be the email communication system. So all the more reason to make sure that you're on my email list and it's easy to do contendingfortruth.com it's free it's on the side just sign up there on the right side it's very easy simple it takes you like you know maybe a minute or two i think you get a confirmation email i believe and then you opt in and then you get all my emails for free a hot rate hot topics and our new website uh, link midway down from the home page you will click on that and you will find email blasts i'm going to go over the email blast that we just put uh, out because this is in summary of what we face and it's extremely important to understand i'm predominantly talking about sea level rise and i'm talking about storm surge these are now weapons Sea level rise and storm surges are created, artificially created through weapons. Now, the, particularly the way I believe they're going to create storm surges when a hurricane comes in on the side that's rotating toward the shore, okay, that's where you're going to get your storm surge, okay, because, you know, you're, you're, you've got this circular rotation of a hurricane. When it goes on shore, there's one side that's pushing on shore, there's one side that's pulling out. The one that's pulling out, you're going to have less water in that region because you're literally pulling water back out to sea. But the one that's pushing forward, they can use that to create massive storm surge and t literally take out whole swaths of land and in real estate where people live. And if they create enough of these, people are just going to relocate and not move back. They don't want you near the seas anyway, and we're going to find out why they don't want you near the seas. So how do we know this, and what do we, what do we know about this? Well, uh, we know that in the NASA war document, uh, on page uh, 59, it talked about the blast wave accelerator. And I'm going to explain this to all of you now. This verbiage is included in that email blast. And I'm going to read it, and you can and read this. This is very important, what she's going to be covering. For yourself as well. This is uh, our comment about the blast wave accelerator. Extremely important to understand, because when we looked at the NASA war plan, we spent years analyzing the PowerPoint and what the various operations were that were being discussed briefly as a PowerPoint presentation, as presented by the chief NASA scientist out of the Langley research two months before 9-11. And I want to say the participants behind this uh, future strategy uh, document 
Uh, behind that was the U.S. Air Force, DARPA, CIA, FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and many, many, many more. And what really um, struck me was um, what they talked about with climate change. When I first saw this document, I was stunned on how they described climate change. And I will leave that up to you to find and look up. But they tell us on page four of the PowerPoint that the presentation is based in all cases upon existing data, trends, analysis, and technologies. And they say, no pixie dust. And this is about robots, cyborgs, and humans. This is about eliminating humans by the use of a variety of weapons, not only through frequencies for mind control, but certainly smart dust and all of the functions that can be created for seizures and gross alteration in our brains and much more. But this is not a show tonight about the NASA war document. I've done many shows, and Dave, I would love to come back and break that down more because I think we're certainly now in a reality where it's going to make much more sense. But let's describe the blast wave accelerator as discussed in the NASA war document. Again, you can find this document on stopthecrime.net. And the blast wave accelerator is likely being deployed to create new modeling for higher sea levels. Let's describe this. The creation of higher waves and daily increased heavier lapping of the waves against all the coastal shores will cause increased erosion and is the deliberate large-scale manipulation of the Earth's coastal shores. The blast wave accelerator is part causing coastal seashore erosion called sea level rise and storm surge. The blast wave accelerator, again, it's in the NASA war document on page 59, and it tells us this. It is a global precision strike on the cheap, no barrel, excellent stealth, no plume, being worked at Aberdeen and NASA MSFC for lofting of fuel and nanosats. In 1944, I'm going to repeat that, in 1944, the U.S. military worked with the New Zealand government and developed a devastating tsunami bomb to send a 33-foot wave, interesting, Dave, 33-foot wave, crashing on to Japan's coast. Really? Designed to destroy... Japan's coastal cities, a top-secret tsunami bomb from World War II. This was the planned backup weapon if Fat Boy and Little Boy, the code names for the two atomic bombs dropped over Japan in World War II, had failed to detonate. There were any- now, I when I went up to the... Uh this is before I moved up here, probably, hmm, hmm, 
I would say ooh, two to three years before I moved up to North Carolina. I actually visited that lieutenant colonel that lives here in the mountains. His location's probably only about an hour and a half away from me. Um, and um, he told me, one of the things he told me when he was up here, when I came up, I stayed with him for like five days. He said that um, he begged me to get out of Florida. He said because they've got, now this is a guy that was in, literally has been to Area 51. He's literally been to Papoose Lake S4, which is even the more secretive part of Area 51. He's literally seen what they've got in the underground bases. I mean, this guy's been places I've never seen anybody personally. That's why I flew up there. Because I'm like, no, nah, I got to talk to this guy. Because I heard his interview on um, online and it was like the number one interview up to that point of this I forget the guy. It was Daniel Odd, I think he interviewed. It was like the number one interview he'd ever done up to that point. It was just unbelievable, the guy, the stuff the stuff this guy was saying. All confirmation of so much of the stuff I've got into on the aliens and stuff like that. And he, I remember one of the things he was begging me to leave Florida. And um, he said, dude, he said they've got nukes off the coast, under the water, that they can detonate any time they want. To create a tsunami that will literally go roll all the way across the state. Those can be detonated and there's no way to, you know, there's no way you're going to survive. Now, I'm not saying God's going to let that happen. But I'm telling you, this is what he told me. And this was back in, oh, probably like 08, I'm thinking. It was probably around 08, 2008. And that stuck with me. And that's... It's not the only reason I left Florida. There were several reasons God wanted me out of Florida. But it was one of the factors that was definitely in the back of my mind, you know, when, when I left there. Because you are vulnerable. I mean, Florida's flat as a pancake for the most part. You know, they're, they're right above sea level. And, I mean, <clears throat> there's really not any high country you can flee to. And there's just no real protection there so it's one of the reasons i chose to locate to where i'm at right now i'm about, about a thousand feet above sea level where we're at and we're just in the foothills of the mountains of, of north carolina it goes it goes quite a bit higher so uh anyway i just wanted to throw that in there because this is much along those same lines as what i've been told use this blast wave accelerator to devastate japan the code name is Project SEAL, S-E-A-L. The weapon of mass destruction relied on a series of 10 large offshore blasts and was tested off the coast of New Caledonia and Auckland, now being worked on as the blast wave accelerator. So let's talk about the newer adaptations of creating tsunamis. And the United States has them, too. But I'm going to read what the Russians have and what they are deploying as well. They have created a 300-foot tsunami capability. The Russian super nuclear robotic submarine will trigger a mega tsunami to wipe out Florida 
in the east coast of the U.S. This Florida in the east coast of the U.S. that could trigger a mega tsunami, which is where you have the majority of the people living. Okay, now, do you know how many things this could accomplish at the same time for them? I mean, they would instantly have the martial law they want. Okay, instantly. You would then have millions and millions and millions of people dead, which would accomplish the... Um, the uh, mandate of the first commandment of the coming new world order the georgia guidestones which the first commandment is to reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature there's no greater thing you could do on a very very short time scale than to trigger these types of things on a worldwide scale or even even just the east coast of 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 america you're going to take out millions and millions of people in one fell swoop for a minimal amount of effort and then not even and then try to come out smelling like a rose or they could say well the russians did it and blame it on on them and it sounds like they have that capability and i'm not saying they wouldn't want to do that to us um this is why this is like watchman stuff here okay this is why you know if you're going to listen to one thing that I've said today, take this to the Lord in prayer. I'm not telling you to, to leave where you're at, but I'm telling you this could happen to you if you're in any kind of coastal area, really anywhere in the world. But particularly the area I've heard them really wanting to focus and key in on is Florida and the East Coast of the United States. You've got gigantic population centers all up and down there. And I mean, you've got New York City, you've got all these major, you've got Miami, you've got all these major cities that are on the coast. And these people would be drowned before they had any ability to flee or escape. You're not going to be able to outrun a tsunami that's coming at you at 300 miles an hour or whatever these things travel at. And if it's 300 foot high. Now, again, I don't know if God's going to let any of this happen. He might not. That's so why I said take it to the Lord in prayer. But I can't, as a watchman, not say anything about this. You've heard me talk about this in, in previous studies. And, I mean, I've kind of practiced what I've preached on this because this was a factor in me moving out of Florida because of this eventuality. Not only that, with Florida, they have you so cordoned in. I mean, they literally can rope off the top of the state and they've got every single person trapped from you know the where the panhandle starts if they if they cordon off the top they've got a bit the ability to do that there's only two major real arteries out of florida you know i was at 95 and 75 and i mean they can cordon those off real easy and then they can literally i've heard they've got they've got a whole thing where they can just cordon off the whole top of that state there and you know trap you in so that's another factor to, to think about reported in February of 2018. I'm going to read a little bit about this. We're going to move into the weaponization and the use of these types of coastal takedowns because I'm going to read to you what's happening in our cities and you didn't know it. So the Russian super nuclear device could cause a mega tsunami which would be able to kill 100 million people in coastal areas like Florida and the eastern seaboard. In March of 2017, reports from Russia indicate a new drone submarine would be armed with a 100-megaton nuclear warhead. Now remember, 
This is advanced from the blast wave accelerator that I just told you about. Uh, they go on to say that... This uh, isn't even talking about the nukes that the colonel had told me about that our own government has off the coast. So you've got the blast wave accelerator. You've got the this, this mega tsunami crater from Russia. You've got the nukes off the coast that our own government has. You've got three different factors right there that could create a tsunami. You know, right there. Uh, retired Air Force General Robert Tiller former commander of the U.S. Strategic Command has said development of the underwater nuclear strike vehicle is one element of a troubling Russian strategic nuclear buildup. Now, let's be very clear. We are building this up as well. So, again, it's the blaming the Russians. We've got to get over that. This is a combined effort to wipe out coastal communities throughout the entire world. So let's read on. They go on to say... In other words, it's a combined effort, meaning you could say, oh, it's the Russians. Okay, well, hold on. Why are they embedded in our country? Why are there all these... I've seen them myself. Why are these you know, thousands and thousands of eyewitness accounts of how they're being integrated into into uh, certain localities where they go, like Gatlinburg, where I've took, taken Taylor and done multiple studies on you know all of the very, very cold... Um, acting eastern Bloc russian type people that are literally in all the shops there and all the the whatever they're being integrated into our into our society to learn our ways and and to embed themselves and to learn the way that we speak and our inflections and things of this nature to observe our things and then they'll do a cycle there and then they'll go to the underground bases that they're being trained at do a cycle and then they'll rotate back and forth that's what they do they're they're in they're in myrtle beach I've, I've heard there's a huge presence of them there as well. They're in Gatlinburg. They're in all these different localities all over America. They're in Colorado very heavily. The Chinese are embedded. You know, if they were truly our enemies, why has our government let them come in here and occupy underground bases and take over these things? We're going to talk about, this is what we're talking about today after we get done with listening to Deborah. All of this ties together because our government is in collusion with them. Our government is going to use them at the appropriate time, and that could be very, very soon if they get their way, literally prior to midterms, where they're activated, and they go and they essentially attack the you know, righteous people that are in America. They've got all of these embedded troops here. Our government is in league with them. I'm not saying Trump is. I think Trump would try to fight this, but I don't even know how aware he is of this situation. I'm not sure what he's been privy to. And he seems to be being fought tooth and nail with any kind of righteous plan that he's trying to unveil. He's done a lot of boneheaded stuff too. But with the righteous stuff, you know, obviously they're demonizing him and fighting him and, and things of this nature. So we've got these... These assets are already on our soil. I've, I've reported on this over and over again. Other patriots have reported on this over and over again. I've done this for years. So they're already here. They're just, they're just waiting for the green light. Then you've got all the Muslim sleeper cells that are here. You've got all the illegal aliens that, that, that are here in our soil. You've got all the, the, the gangbanger guys that, that are here. You've got the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter and, and the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender and the liberal movements. They're all here. They're all here in order to get all on the same team at the appropriate time to fight anybody that is you know pro second amendment pro-righteous 
pro-Bible, pro-Constitution, pro-Bill of Rights, you know, pro-freedom. And this is what they're gearing up for. That um, they can target the coastline areas and inflict unacceptable damage to a country's territory by creating areas of, wa- of wide radioactive contamination. Of course, they say it would be unacceptable, you think? They go on to say that Russia calls the system um, ocean multipurpose system, status six, and it is allegedly capable of traveling underwater to distances of 6,200 miles, and it can uh, submerge to depths of 3,280 feet, and travel at speeds up to 56 knots. The Pentagon has confirmed that a new Russian delivery drone is real. This is real. And they go on to say that um, the water waves generated, listen, water waves generated by underwater explosions. That's just what I was talking to you about in the NASA war document that was used in World War, or was going to be used against Japan to wipe out Japan's coast. They're saying it now. Water waves generated by underwater explosions. They go on to say there's a 400-page report produced by the Department of Defense. This is why I felt this was so urgent to put out, because I've already heard this before from an insider back in 08. Now it's all getting reconfirmed, and it's been reconfirmed since then. This is why, and then how this information I'm telling you today is going to tie in with the rest of the information that we're going to be covering. The report published in 1996 examines the summations, all available research about the ocean waves created by nuclear explosions. And the report outlines how and when nuclear uh, weapon goes off underwater. It produces a cavity of hot um, gases, which then collapses. If the explosion happens near the surface, it can create some pretty big waves. So let's get into our blast out. I'm going to read a little bit about how this has all happened. And I'm then going to tell you that the entire, entire um, military forces in the United States has signed on to climate change enforcement and missions. They are behind the use of these weapons systems, and they are getting ready, Dave, to relocate and rebuild all, A-L-L, all U.S. military um, operations that are low-lying in coastal areas. They are getting ready to relocate all of them worldwide. See, this would be the perfect excuse to get everybody out of low-lying coastal areas, which is going to accomplish another tenet of the uh, Agenda 21 plan, which is getting us into these stack-and-pack cities, saying, oh, Mother Gaia is grieved. Look what happened. The tsunami, even though we're the ones that did it, and you've grieved Mother Gaia, so you've got to move to these stack and back cities because we're, these these areas are not going to be deemed uninhabitable. 
probably only maybe the the rich or the elite will be able to live there in their their little enclaves and their little slaves that they have with them but everybody else is going to be relocated which again it's all about control it's all about moving us into smaller and smaller areas that where they can more easily control us the people that are be living because so many millions will already be dead and the ones that are living are probably going to be so shell-shocked they're going to probably go along with whatever's told them so again this is what i see if they're able to pull this off and again a big reason i'm doing this study to pray against this wickedness so that they're not able to pull this off we're going to talk about the military document that tells us this but i have to explain uh how this happened and why we are in the position that we are and why we got duped but i'm first going to just read to you some excerpts that is a sum, summation out of the um, climate action responses from russia and this is out of russia's climate action plan responses facts they say trading carbon quotas is pure unadulterated myth like trading air creating false emission quotas would provide a revenue source for all government budgets that's what this is about they're creating new markets i'm adding this they're creating new markets a new system massive global disruption to create more revenue based on scientific fraud and criminal laws presented to all of us with our informed consent in the climate action plans that none of you have looked at most of you have not russia goes on to say that the kyoto protocol is an intergovernmental gulag with the interventionism as at a level of international governance in other words they recognize these plans as a new world order controlling technique and i'm going to throw something in here right now dave because everyone needs to slowly understand the smart cities and how this is all part of a global takeover to take what any assumptions any of us have had ever that our local cities our local governments of course they're not they're all incorporated but by the new autonomous smart cities days that are being um, staged now and in which Google is going to create in fact Google is working on such a city in Canada right now and it's called sidewalk but uh, the um, autonomy of a smart city means taking some hands on day-to-day decision making away from elected officials and civil servants when the complex algorithms and data collection decisions driving these cities city operations are in the hands of corporate governments i want everyone to think about that just for a moment because this is where we're being moved with sea level rise and blast wave accelerators and with storm surges we are being moved into controlled cyber cities for control globally in other words all the cities will be able to be controlled by the flip of a switch or the push of a button so let's get into um see more of what russia had to say they went on to say 
that the Kyoto Protocols would tighten environmental requirements and allow corporate control while phasing out smaller inefficient industries. We see that happening here in the United States and globally. We see the conflict in South America. We see the economies being dumped by Rothschild and Rockefeller, who are the pros of the economic hitman team that was written about uh, by um, John Perkins. But uh, the Kyoto Protocols also were told um, through a Russian uh, breakdown of their climate action plan that the protocols were not based on principles of justice and equality unless signed and ratified by all nations. Did you hear that? Principles of justice and equality don't apply unless it's agreed to by all nations. They go on to say, existing environmental regulations are inadequate for monitoring emissions, which is, of course, false. They're creating new standards for monitoring false realities of greenhouse gas emissions. That's my adaptation. Now we're so, I mean, figures lie and liars figure. All of this garbage that they're using to justify taking away all of our rights and these carbon taxes and carbon credits and, and all the stuff that they're trying to bring us into this brave new world, George Orwellian world that they want to move us into, this agenda UN Agenda 21, it's all lies. It's all based on lies. So that's what she's the point she's making there. Reading again out of Russia. There would be a trade-off between economic growth and all countries' emissions obligations. There is no link between climate and CO2. Hence, the Kyoto Protocol is a scientific scam. Even if the Kyoto Protocol is implemented, impact on climate would be insignificant. The Kyoto Protocol is part of the EU's conspiracy to increased cost of competitors' goods via greening. Again, creating a new market based on false realities. Now, what we've also discovered, Dave, before I get into more discussion about how we're being driven off the coastlines and why, the World Bank has already created investment strategies to make enormous profits uh, and huge amounts of money by creating a global disruption and the creation of completely new cities and markets. That's what's occurring now. And uh, I can only say that we all need to read the documents in order to learn the truth and to recognize the danger that we face as humanity. And we need to look at what solutions we may or may not have. We really have to be blunt about uh, what we face. And again, I would recommend everyone read the entirety of the blast out, again, on StopTheCrime.net under email blast outs. I talk about how these plans were moved through our cities, through uh, the consensus uh, plans and uh, hiring of trained facilitators, what this looks like. I have YouTubes up on StopTheCrime.net where you see me exposing these types of cities. I'm, I'm there talking and showing you photographs of how this occurs so that you can see what it looks like when you go into these meetings because 
you have and are given the illusion that you have imp- impact and that you can weigh in on decisions made by your city, and you cannot. These are all prior, previously determined policies through the United Nations. So I'm going to read this. Uh, really, what do we do when all branches of military, government agencies, departments, officials, and offices exist in a de facto status in name only? And again, I remind everybody the consequences of the United States federal government and how it was resolved, dissolved by the Emergency Banking Act of March 9th of 1933, yeah. declared by... That President. was what I was talking about, 1933, the Emergency Banking Act, uh, where we essentially became a corporation. And, you know, the Constitution was done away with and all this other stuff. Even though they'll say it's still in effect, the people in the know at the top, like the Rothschilds and those, they're on a whole, they're on a whole other different path. They're on a whole other different mindset in where they're moving us toward. Roosevelt. The receivers of the United States bankruptcy were the international bankers via the United Nations, the World Bank, and the International Monetary Fund. And we, all of us, are the enemy. Yes. And you can find yep. that out in Senate Report 9. So this is how they view us as the enemy. We're slave chattel enemy, particularly anybody that's woken up. And, and again, there's more people woken up to this now than ever. And this is why I believe they're in full panic mode because the sheeple people that they would term as the useless eater sheeple people, the ones that live to serve them and to make them rich and to do this, they're waking up and there's too much prayer going up right now. And there's too much fasting going on because people are waking up, particularly the Christians and they got to they got to put this down. They got to stop this. And this is why I believe we're seeing what we're seeing leading up to the midterms. I, I think that's the essence of this. That's how important these next eighty days are. Five, four, nine. The government exists today in name only. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, Dave, this was probably one of the most horrific aspects for me to wrap my brain around. I, I was involved with many groups that were supporting the uh, idea of re-electing local officials and local city councils or board of supervisors, really thinking that that was what we had to do. I remember in the early days um, uh, with um, various other activists that are high-profiled here in Northern California where I live, we were trying to, what they said, kick ICLEI out. And ICLEI is the United Nations policies in our cities. And we would ban in uh, groups of hundreds of people and talk to our various uh, unelected boards, making no impact at all, none. So, um, so let's talk about what's happened. Okay, let's talk about uh, what, what, we've, what we know. Uh, This is diabolical, and it should be to all of you. I'm going to cite some specific locations right now that um, are impacted with um, sea level rise and storm surge, and I'm going to read this to all of you. This is in Del Mar in Southern California, and it is uh, a very, very 
expensive and exclusive beach resort, just like Malibu, just like um, Laguna and other beautiful beach resorts along the California coastline. So let's talk about what's happened and let's talk about how it's expanded. In Del Mar, they're considering an unpopular plan that's being written into their city policies and it's called planned retreat strategy due to rising sea level. A strategy that allows for the eventual removal of threatened structures um, tantamount to financial ruin to property owners in wealthy beach communities. And listen to this. The California Coastal Commission requires all, all coastal cities to have a sea rise at adaptation plan and to include planned retreat as part of their strategy. And the California Coastal Commission, Dave, is saying that if the cities fail to comply with this requirement, this will result in the Coastal Commission refusing to certify different cities' plans um, for permits, for developments such as seawalls, for other permits for homes, because homes that are in within the California Coastal Zone require special uh, consent through the Coastal, uh, the California Coastal Commission. Very arduous, expensive, lengthy process. They say that they will stall any permits for businesses, roads, and other structures. In other words, the Coastal Commission will assume local authority. I want you to think about that, everybody. They will assume local authority. Planned retreat, it's a strategy of gradually removing man-made structures such as seawalls, homes, roads, and public buildings in advance of rising sea. And in Del Mar, in Southern California, they have about 600 homes uh, within the threat of sea level rise. And um, they go on to say that it's been widely acknowledged by scientists that the sea level will rise and the weather, we are now in a climate change. And they go on to say that the California Ocean Protection Council adopted statewide Okay, I'm going to read this again. The California Ocean Protection Council adopted statewide guidance in March of 2018 that recommends planning for a 7.1-foot sea level rise. They go on to say seas could rise as much as 10 feet by 2100. And they go on to say... Uh, that um, the residents in this city say there is uh, that planned retreat would be next to impossible because there would be nowhere within Del Mar for them to relocate. And because of the extremely high property values and the lack of space at higher elevations, they can't move their small city. 
Well, and they say the, the city... Now, can you imagine Florida with, that's all flat? I mean, a lot of the coastal areas in California in those places are, like, some of it goes up. They, they elevate right off the coast. I mean, you've got sometimes mountains coming up from the sea. They don't have that in Florida at all. And they're doing all this stuff in the Antarctic where I keep getting these reports about how they're going down there and they're melting as much ice as they can. I mean, just huge. They've got these gigantic um, heaters. And they're down there and they're trying to get it all the stuff that was flash frozen down there when the flood happened, when the Noah's flood happened. And it froze all these Nephilim type creatures and all their technology down there. I've done, I've covered reports on this, okay, where it's, it's documented, it's going on right now. They're melting huge, huge swaths of ice shelves down there. And they're doing it, I really believe, for two purposes. Not only to, to uh, get to this technology and uh, that they're trying to get at, but also they're trying to create as much ice melt in the Antarctic to create sea level rise as they can. Again, all of this is being by dis done by design on purpose. Sustainability Advisory Board and a professor at Scripps Research Institute in a letter to the city council. Uh, uh, said that it's becoming increasingly difficult and expensive and less productive as sea level arrives. He, he says, I hope that the council will include managed retreat as a consideration in the adaptation plan after other strategies have become unfeasible. Isn't this a plot just to get people off the coast? And the reason I ask that, I visited coastal areas in San Diego and I've seen petitions trying to ban people from attending the beaches between May and October. Well, I mean, are you serious? May and October, like the busiest time on a beach and they've got petitions to do this? I mean, this, and if the people are wanting this, it shows you how stinking brainwashed they all are into thinking that this is something that must have to happen. I don't know whether they're, they're you know, and not only that, you're not, they're not even talking about Fukushima and the radiation that's killing the, you know, the sea life there. We're not even talking about that. I got another study locked and loaded for that one as well. I just don't have the time to get into it today. That is one uh, reason, but let's talk about uh, the rest of the plan behind uh, my interview with Barry Trower, which is up on YouTube called the cooking of humanity and I can't remember if I said this or discussed this with you on a prior show or not but it's worth discussing this again because we, we got about added... four minutes Denver well then I can only say uh, this in four minutes uh, go to stopthecrime.net go to the email blast sign up for the email blast Understand that the entire branch of every military is behind the relocation of all military bases everywhere throughout the world. They are anticipating flooding. When you type... I mean, that by itself should really, really, really get your attention. That, that is... That is yeah. See why I felt like I really had to cover this today i don't want anybody's blood on my hands 
And this is a major issue that they are absolutely gearing up for. Now, whether God lets that happen, I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling you, this is what they are 100% planning. They've got the technology to implement it. They're trying to melt as much of this, this ice as they can to create sea level rise. They've got the ability, multiple abilities to create tsunamis and to, and to manipulate the weather, to, to create hurricanes, to create storm surge. So this is not my opinion. So I have to warn my listeners about this. And, and type in um, sea level rise, coastal relocation, Africa. You find already many villages that have already been removed. Many have been removed into camps. They already beta test. They, um, they almost test everything beta test wise in Africa. The vaccine programs, all kind of stuff. They beta test in Africa to see what kind of reaction they're going to get and they've already had they've already relocated people out of coastal areas and they put them in camps which is exactly what they want to do here and they're fishing small fishing villages they don't have a voice you haven't heard about this Mm -hmm. you haven't heard about uh, some cities in um, florida that have been relocated you have not probably heard about uh, the isle de jean charles louisiana that uh, the lapping edges of the sea is precluding these people from living where they have been. They're all being removed. They say this is a national disaster, and it is being created intentionally. Our military branches are all behind this. In fact, the U.S. bar is behind this. Executive orders are behind this, and we're wielding this on the rest of the world. And I can only say that one of the reasons we're being forced from the coastal areas is because of the uh, ions that benefit our health That's right. and our frame of mind. Yes. And when you're in the... Now, this is negative ion she's in reference to. It's what... You, it, the, the, the sea is a massive... Especially the oceans that are that are... When you have waves coming on the shore, it's a massive negative ion generator. This is a big reason why people are so attracted to the coastal areas. Listen, I grew up in in Fort Myers, Florida. The reason my parents moved down there, we lived in like northern Ohio, north. Um, what's where I was come from? Like um, I was born in Salem, Ohio. I mean, it, it's north um, eastern Ohio. And, like, when my parents came down to Fort Myers, they were like, okay, we're moving down here. Because, I mean, Ohio is particularly during the, the you know, a lot of the fall and the, and the winter months is a very gloomy, where we were from, is very kind of very, very cold, very gloomy. I mean, you know, and Fort Myers, um, and particularly back then it was less populated, was like a paradise compared to that. And now, I don't like the heat. I, I'm so much glad. I'm very, very grateful. I'm I'm here in North Carolina. I'm not a big heat guy, never been, but I grew up on the beaches down there. That we literally, the, I remember the first vacation my mom ever took me was Fort Myers Beach, and we stayed at this place. It was called the Outrigger. It's still there, and um, we stayed there for probably two or three weeks, I think. And I was just, you know, my mom laying out in the sun and me playing in the sand and, and I, you know, my hair turned bleach blonde and I was brown as a biscuit. And, you know, that's how I grew up. And, and every, and even though we didn't live on the beach cause we couldn't afford to, 
we would, my mom would, I remember taking me down to the beach all the time, you know, whenever we could get down there on either the, the weekends or, or the, and the thing is there is you can do it year round because even during the winter, a lot of times it's only 80 degrees. I mean, if there's a cold front coming through, you can't, but I mean, you could still go down there though. It's not going to be freezing. Rarely did it ever, ever, ever get to like, like maybe once a year, it might got, might've got into the thirties, maybe. You know, and sometimes that didn't even happen. The 40s was typically as cold as it ever got. I was in the subtropics down there. So I know all about why people relocate to these areas. But if they have their way, these areas, and, and then again, they're doing all the stuff with now the algae blooms to get people out of there. They're creating multiple ways to get people off the land and get them away from the coastal regions. They're negative ion generators, and it's a very healing therapeutic thing it's it's why you feel good if you're on a waterfall as, as well you get the same dynamic whenever you have a lot of moving water it generates negative ions negative ions are very healing they don't want us to be around neg any, anything positive that's going to heal our bodies they want us to be around 5g they want us to be in the concrete jungle stack and pack cities they want us to be glued to our phone they want us to, to be around all the smart meters and all the all the stuff penetrating our body literally annihilating us they want us to get our vaccines and our gmo foods and drink our chlorinated fluoridated water and, and breathe in the chemtrails and all of a sudden they're doing every single thing they can do to try to soft kill us that's what they're doing area of the coast you're less uh, able to be mind controlled right. and we know that the prevailing winds circulate the negative charged ions throughout our country and it gives people good feelings that's why people live along the coastline right they feel good and what is happening is in the cooking of humanity you're going to see me holding a document with a map go and take a look at this and understand that you will see that there are digital wave signals shown on this map now again, remember, you can get this around moving water as well. Maybe not the same extent, but I think that's why I love moving. I love brooks and streams and freshwater streams up in the mountains so much. I love being near them because of the same dynamic. Because it is, it's a, it's a negative ion producer, and they're very, very good for our well-being and our healing. and only heavily concentrated along America's coastlines and nowhere else. And that what they're doing is they're electromagnetically stripping the electrons from the air. And the net result is to uh, create much more chemically depressed national populations mm -hmm. and much more easily mind-controlled right. nations. They don't have enough people on the meds. They don't have enough people on you know Prozac and all the psychotropic meds and on, on OxyContin because everybody's so depressed now. No, no, no. There's not enough. They want to make sure they take that away, the big negative ion generators, get them off the coast, kill them, kill as many as they can, get what little people remain off the coast, and then make sure that everybody's heavily, heavily medicated. That Literally, this is what they're, they're doing right now. This is the plan. This is what is happening as well as control of the beaches um, also. So that is the rest of the story behind the cooking of humanity and that document that we found on whitehouse.gov we only talk about documents everything that you've heard me discuss on the program is from documents it's not my summation 
it is the documents revealing what you have heard, and we are in trouble. Every branch, every department, every agency has signed on to climate action plans, and this will mean reduction of water. This will be also requiring reduction of electricity. They will be uh, literally red-tagging homes, Dave, that are not complying to the new energy code transitions to reduce each city's commitment to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. So I know we need to wrap this up. Again, sign on to StopTheCrime.net for our email blast. Uh, Go to our YouTube video channel, listen to our YouTubes, and understand the time that we are in. We are in a time like no other. It is evil in its worst form. And the final quote that I would like to make in closing out this evening's program is this. This is what the former uh, director of the FBI said. The individual is handicapped by coming face-to-face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. Now, this former FBI director, who's well aware of this, said this. The American mind, or the minds of anybody, I will add, across the world, simply has not come to the realization of the evil, which has been introduced into our midst. Our minds reject even the assumption that human creatures could espouse a philosophy which must ultimately destroy all that is good and decent. I want to thank you for having me on the program. It's our pleasure. And creating the understanding that sea level rise and storm surge is being artificially created through weaponization. Thank you very much. You've made that very clear. And to our audience, I just wanted to say, I know you're going to have to listen to this again to unpack the complexity of what you just heard. But we are talking about unparalleled change that we've never seen before. Deborah Tavares, you're quite the warrior, and I do appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Deborah. Okay, so that was one of the most important studies, one of the most important parts of all the studies I've ever done, potentially. Some of the most important information I've ever covered. Because even if you're not, even if you live in flyover country, you probably have people that you know that live in these coastal areas. And, I mean, people need to be warned about this. And, you know, Christians need to be aware of this, to pray against this, and and, and to be as proactive against this wickedness as possible. Uh, Again, big reason why this ministry exists. We're trying to contend for truth. And that's why it's named that. So God bless you, and we will see you in part three. And we're going to start to tie this together with even more things now. Because the rest of the teaching is going to tie into what we just talked about today.